0: Joe Sire says, uh, Will, keep a tally of all the Simpsons references that Alex misses tonight. Okay. Uh, he says that his new uh, Nissan Frontier rules, by the way. It looks big, but it isn't. Ooh, story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Alex Sergio with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. And with me as always,
1: Will Brinton.
0: And uh, this is uh, the Hobbyplex show. I wanted to bring up the sale. Did you see my, my sale? Yeah, I this? did. I shared it. Okay. So, uh, two weeks from now, March 5th and 6th, we're marking down a whole bunch of stuff at the Plex, mostly car kits, cart-ready runs that we have. There's some airplanes, some telescopes, some slot car sets. I think that's the majority of what was on the list we still had a whole bunch after Christmas. Yeah. You know, last year we kind of bought the same amount and then sold it all. And this year we bought the same amount, but we sold a lot more of some other stuff and less of this stuff. So I can't say the prices because we'll break map agreement and actually get in trouble uh, with our distributors. And for those of you guys that don't know how that works, map is minimum advertised pricing and basically um, if we advertise for cheaper ourselves, then we could actually lose the right to to carry the stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see a hobby store doing that, it's kind of it's kind of one of those awkward deals because they can get they if somebody turns them in, they could get a a phone call or a nasty email, you know. Yep. So we try not to do that. So. I actually thought I was going to I was kind of walking a fine line cuz I was saying what was going to be on sale, but I wasn't saying the prices. So technically I wasn't breaking MAP agreement. And then right. I got then I got an email today <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no. Here we go." But it wasn't about that. It was about something else. So
1: Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I've uh I've I've done that or I've uh, turned people in for that before.
0: Really? Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: When somebody's saying like this is the this is uh so much percentage under map like almost my cost online it's like nah you can't
0: do that yeah you can't do that either
1: and it's kind of my job right you know to to look out for stuff like that
0: mm-hmm. it doesn't break map to have um somebody else say what the prices are though yeah so like like if somebody calls and uh, my my i've i've taken a few uh texts and emails about how much stuff is and i've haven't given the exact price yet. I've just been like, uh, it's going to be a lot, but I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Not not yet. Maybe maybe next week I will. I don't know. But I mean, we got stuff like we we have like eight of the old Maxes in stock, right? And they have a new Max, and it's only twenty dollars more than the old Max was. So I mean, you know, those are going to be really cheap. So if you want a Max, March fifth and sixth.
1: Is there, are those the ten scale one or the smaller one?
0: Yeah, they're not an X. They're not the X Max. They're they're a shrunken down version of oh, an X Max. Yeah,
1: there's a Trax Max.
0: Yeah, Trax Trax Max.
1: Oh man, I might come and get a Trax Max. Yeah,
0: they're I've fun. Wanted one of Dude, those. They're super fun. We'll see. I don't know. You could probably get a Max. This is going to be kind of breaking map, but you could you could probably get a Max and get a Wide Max kit. For cheaper than you can buy the new the new the new version of the max for
1: what's a wide max
0: a wide max turns a turns a max into a wider truck oh because the original max tends to roll over kind of easy and so the wide max kit makes it harder to do that makes it bigger but you know
1: wide max sounds like uh like a fat mad max
0: They make a wide <laughs> max kit for the X-Max. I mean, the X-Max is already big enough, and now there's a wide max kit for it.
1: Do they make a Mad Max kit for the Max?
0: That'd be cool, but no.
1: Oh, man. Wouldn't that be sweet? Kind of. Here's our Mad Max kit with your wide max kit that you can get for your Max.
0: I still think they need to come out with, like, a quarter-scale version of a Haas and call it a big Haas. I still think that would be an, it's, it's lined up for them. It's perfect. It's right there.
1: What scale is the Haas?
0: The Haas? The Haas is just a stampede with a bigger motor on it. Stampede 4x4. Four four.
1: So they could make an 8 scale and still call they can it make big it. Eight. Haas? Yeah, they
0: could. they could. They could make like a like a Creighton version
1: mm-hmm. and
0: call it a big Haas. That would be pretty rad. Yeah. I don't know. Traxxas is uh, How do I put this politely? Traxxas doesn't really listen that well. <laughs> so I guess they don't have to, I guess. I don't know.
1: Hey, it's working for them, right?
0: You know, maybe. Kinda. I don't know. Uh. I haven't seen the books. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see the <laughs> books either. Um. So, anyways, so a uh, big sale. Um. I just saw somebody ask if there was any motors or anything. There's not. It's it, this is mostly, pretty much big stuff, and it's mostly stuff that we've had, from like a big giant Christmas buy. The Heb. Yeah, I mean, you should see our back room. Or oh, we got a lot of stuff in our back room that needs emptied out uh here's a question i'll answer real quick because since we're on the on the topic anyway so there are rules on putting things on sale like a must have the product on the shelf for a certain period of time before marketing on sale there really isn't it's kind of a feel thing for us like i was going through the list last night and like we haven't sold a t max since like june so i mean that definitely needs to go on sale three
1: three three
0: yeah both of them, actually both of them. The 2.5 or the 3.3. Three. Like we we, and we have tons of those in stock right now because there was a big run on nitro stuff during the COVID thing. And so we ended up with a whole bunch of them because they, they were selling, but then all of a sudden, just like a light switch, they just shut off. And so it's more of a feel thing, you know? Um, you, I can kind of tell. Like the drag slash, for instance, that didn't sell very well. Part of it was the price. And so that's I think that's why you saw a lot of places putting drag slashes on sale a little earlier Mm -hmm. than they would probably normally do it just because we all kind of could tell that they weren't going to be good sellers. So uh, another one, any boats? There actually are. There's, uh, I know the Traxxas Blast will be lowered because we have a whole bunch of those. And uh, there might be a couple pro boat things in there. I got to look at the list again. So, but anyways, that's enough on that. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it too much. i have been doing. I'm gonna, the uh, the next group of stuff that's going to be on sale will be in a video next weekend. So I did like a preview video, right? And I'm gonna do another preview video, and then we'll uh, then we'll get there. Super chat. Uh, we just got a big super chat from Steve RC. Uh, that's Steve Eichler. Hey pa- mm. Patreon member, by the way. Uh, so twenty bucks. Says was- uh, thanks for help on both our cars, Alex and Will. And uh, when is the next track build week? Uh, long build.
1: Margie put me down for $10. <laughs> yeah,
0: actually, I, I got to check my bank account and see if we got paid from YouTube today. Oh. I need to PayPal you some, some money.
1: Well, how, how, uh, how, what, how many monies am I
0: supposed to get? Well, between Patreon and this, I, I'm probably probably good 100 bucks. Really? I think for the last couple months since I, since I paid that page off for the engine. Yeah, that was like what December, October.
1: That would have been October. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure
0: it out. Uh. Anyways, so um, uh, the question was when is the next track build week? Uh, doing a long track build, and uh, oh man, let's look at the schedule here before we start talking about stuff that people are gonna really want us to talk about. I hope you guys want us to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So this the techno series finals is uh September tw- or March 12th so I think I'm going to change the track s- the 7th and 8th so it'll be uh March 7th and 8th we'll have a little little track build and then the ProTech race is the 21st 22nd 23rd 24th and so the track will get a major tear down Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday so 17th through the 20th and uh, we got a lot of stuff we need to do. It's kind of, I kind of use that as a spring cleaning as well. Um, so the, the um, tractor corral wall over there is finally kind of coming down. So I'm just going to take, I'm going to tear that whole thing out and redo it. And when I redo it, I've been looking at it. I'm going to move it. So right now it, it, it's angle kind of takes into the track a little bit more. So I th- I'm going to re-angle it and move it up a little bit towards the back wall. So uh, we're going to get probably a couple feet of actual usable racetrack back too. So that'll be nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, uh, of course, the Protect build. And then uh, we're going to paint the wall. I got when, when we fix the bathrooms, I found all that paint that we have. We got a buttload of paint. So I think, I think we're going to make the walls back there just primer gray again. Yeah. That always seemed to look the best.
1: I think, I think so. I think
0: white kind of everything kind of shows up worse. Yeah. It
1: gets, it gets dingy faster.
0: Yeah. And uh, black wouldn't look good either. So I'm, I think we're just going to do, we got like three buckets, three full five gallon buckets of primer gray. And then I want to take down that tin on the far uh, west side that's all rusted. I just want to take that out. Cause it looks like, crap. Yeah. it looks like crap. And then I want to take the tractor and I'm going to go in and scoop out, uh, an area for the bleachers to sit level.
1: That'll be nice.
0: Cause right now they're kind of wonky, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I think there's a couple things in the actual pit area that I want to fill into a couple cre- you know, it, um, they're like cracked a little bit so people's feet can get in there and twist an ankle or two. I want to change that too. So just a lot of spring cleaning stuff that we end up doing. Plus all the junk that accumulates out there over the winter time. Yeah. It's, it's kind of man cave ish. I know. I know it gets that way. At least the bathrooms are open and clean. Oh yeah. Yeah. So our new owner's wife cleans our bathrooms and she asked me if, if she's okay with being called the cleaning lady and I'm like, well, okay, cool, whatever. So, um, You know, obviously, I'll try to keep the bathrooms clean, too. And hopefully, you guys out there can help with that. So, please don't wipe any boogers or uh, any poo on the walls or anything like
1: that. Yeah.
0: Gosh darn it. I I was going to try to get through this whole show without making a poop reference. I was even talking about that with Richard before we started. Too late. I made it. I made it 10 minutes. What the heck?
2: Hey, pass me a kickstart.
0: Travis Clancy brought me another three bags worth of kickstarts.
1: Oh, that's nice of him.
0: From, uh, like, I think they're right around Eagle, I think. Oh. So these are out here in Nebraska somewhere. And I found them at Walmart today in Carroll, Iowa. I was in Carroll, Iowa today. So I've got a whole bunch of these now. You should see my fridge at home. Gretchen's all mad at me because the whole top shelf is filled with kickstarts. And then the downstairs refrigerator is also filled with kickstarts. And then my refrigerator at work is also filled with kickstarts. That's funny. It's wonderful. Because I'm, yeah. I'm a super butthole if I don't drink a couple of these a day. Yeah. Turn into Jekyll and Hyde. It's terrible. You want to talk about DNC? Sure. So DNC is this week. Who do you think is going to win? Mayfield. Yeah. I was going to say that you stole my thunder. Yeah. I don't know. This this year though there's a lot more uh international talent finally. Every, the gangs all kind of back together. You're going you're going to have uh Rana Falk and Garo and
1: Is it Oh, Angaro's going to be there? Mhm.
0: Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Tessman. Um uh, I think
1: I think it, it could be Mayfield or Angaro. I'd like I if I had to cheer for somebody it'd probably be Mayfield.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a big deal this year because we've got not only is 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 the d n c going on with a more international flair for the first time in a couple of years, but the worlds as of right now they're taking place in September, so there's gonna be this build up to those worlds you know mm-hmm so
1: i mean both both like mayfield and Angaro are just complete wheels, you know like yeah, they can just drive the drive the piss out of anything, yeah like even like like Gungaro at Neo buggy when his wing came off and he was still driving like in one Neo buggy without a wing. Mm -hmm. It's like I had a wing come off the flex one time and it was like undrivable. I don't know how
0: he did that. Yeah. You know, I always tell new people, I'm like, Hey man, if you think the wing doesn't matter, take it off and try to drive your car. Yeah. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's a huge difference. It's impossible. I I can't do that. I tried. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was one of those rounds where it was like really cold of the winter series, mm-hmm. and my wing broke. An eight scale? Yeah, an eight yeah, scale. Yeah. But I don't know. I it'll uh, it's gonna be a a good one. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Like make a point of watching it live.
0: I think I want to do a watch party again. That was really fun.
1: What day is it? Sunday. So the
0: main the buggy main will be on Sunday.
1: Okay, this Sunday?
0: Yeah. Oh crap. Darn it! I probably won't be able to do a watch party. You know why? Why? We're having a dinner with the old owner Sunday night. Oh. kind of an annual thing, and it's like one last, one last hurrah. So, man, I wonder if I'm gonna get. I wonder if we'll get out of there early enough because it, it, it'll be like nine o'clock. So that still puts seven o'clock there. Uh, the A mains won't be gone by then.
1: Nine o'clock. Uh, it's so late. You yeah. go to bed at like 9.30 30. I know.
0: I know you do. <sighs> I, I, so, so if, it's, if the mains are still going on, I'm going to go live mm-hmm. and just have a watch party. I'm going to have YouTube going and, uh, and have the chat going at the same time. I did that. Uh, we did that last year. It was a lot of fun, except that I put DNC instead of Dirt Nitro Challenge. And so I had a whole bunch of people in the chat that were like, what the hell is this crap? Because they were expecting a Democratic National Convention or something like that. <laughs> that's really funny it is pretty funny so <laughs> <laughs> Will did you know that this show is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group
1: oh it is really
0: oh. Yeah, and uh, that if you contact Don Zoller or uh, Aiden Olsen's dad and tell them about our show and that you heard, you heard about them from us uh, you'll get a uh, .125 interest rate reduction or Five hundred dollar lender credit. Oh wow! Yeah, so uh, that's pretty awesome. So now that I'm now that I'm like more of the man, a little bit. Like I'm getting a lot more messages and emails and texts and, and calls and stuff from important people about the ongoings of the shop.
1: Important people. Yeah,
0: important people.
1: Like who? Anybody I know?
0: Tom Adamek from Horizon Hobby. Uh, the the new owner. Um, a couple distributors for magic cards and. And Warhammer and stuff uh, that that that. I'm in charge of, and so, um, yeah, we got glass cases coming for the uh, new gaming section. It's gonna be really good. All right. Anyways, back to the Dirt Nitro Challenge. Uh, so I I I saw a post where they um were starting to get like porta potties in, and they uh, got the test track all done. So they got a test track again, and. They got. It looks sounds like they got the track done. It's. I think he ordered in like twelve thousand feet of pipe. To put that in perspective, the white pipe order that I have for the ProTech race, mm-hmm. that's set in the back right now, is uh, six hundred feet. So half. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting for the track reveal. That should start coming tomorrow, don't you think? People are going to get there on Tuesday.
1: One would think. I don't know.
0: Because practice starts right away on Wednesday, right? Yeah.
1: They'd have to have the track then on Tuesday. Yeah. So people are gonna be getting there on Tuesday if they're not already there.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. Where is it this year? Well it's at their uh their permanent location in Paris. It's a uh, Okay. Um I can't remember what, I think it's outside of Did we talk about this before? Am I dumb? San Bernardino area?
1: I think we've talked about it.
0: Yeah. I just thought I'd ask. It's in California. So I don't wanna to I I don't wanna sound like a don't know what I'm talking about, but I think that's, I think that's where it's at. Anyways, it's like a permanent, it's a permanent dirt location now. They've been doing club racing there. Oh yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So look for that. If, uh, if I get out of my, if out of my, uh, oh, he said 12,000 feet of pipe. Mm. I think he did say 12,000 feet of pipe. I think that's why I had to double, double check. Like I had to reread it. I was like 12,000 feet. Cause I, we have 600 feet of pipe.
1: 600?
0: Yeah. But our track is only 150 by 75.
1: Mm-hmm. Think about
0: how big both of those tracks are going to be. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Especially because the way that they do pipe, I mean, they pipe the whole thing. There's no open areas. Right. You know? So, anyways, so I guess my point was that I'm kind of looking forward to that again. I feel like it's mm-hmm. back. It's finally back.
1: Yeah, we don't have to wear masks at work anymore.
0: Do you? Yeah, yeah Lincoln didn't Lincoln lift theirs? Yeah. Yeah. Omaha lifted their mask mandate again too, which is nice. Cause now I now I wasn't wearing mine anyways, but now when I go into places I don't I don't get those those looks. Didn't happen that often, but when it did, I was like, eh. I think I'm gonna change speed controllers back to my hobby wing. I
1: probably would. I might
0: do that tonight, actually.
1: Do, does Orca still make speed controls?
0: I think so. But they're still they're known to be more of an on-road brand. Yeah. But so Saturday, one of the things I wanted to test, I wanted to see if I could recreate how my car was cutting out. Mm-hmm. You know what I was saying about that? It did it twice. Hmm. But it did it when I, my wheel got up on one of the wetter spots and spun, and it like cut out for a second. So it was weird. So I thought, well, maybe it was just spinning on the, on the water, but no, it definitely cut out because you could hear the fan because I was the only one out there, so I could hear my car.
1: Like it shut the speed control off? Yeah,
0: yep, for, oh. a, split, for a split second, and then it turned back on.
1: Yeah, you get rid of that. So it's I, probably a BEC issue.
0: So I think I'm going to dump it. I, it. It sucks because I actually did kind of like the feel of it mm-hmm. a lot.
1: I had an LRP speed control that would do that. The BEC would shut off.
0: Yeah. And just dead stick. Yep. And I know that, um, my hobby wing works fine because I ran it in my Schumacher car. So I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to stick that back in there tonight and be ready for next Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. We're we racing again on Friday.
0: Not this Friday, next Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carpet is crash. Saturday. Carpet is crash sat- in is, uh, this Friday and Saturday.
1: When's the first Saturday club race? March 5th. March 5th. Yep. Okay.
0: So, not only is it the big sale, but it's also our first day, first Saturday back on the dirt. Good stuff. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. Better get some tires ordered.
0: Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. The I Plex, don't know what the Plex like. has 30 something pairs of gold ellipses still in stock and like 40 dirt web fronts. And I just tried to order more. So, we'll, hopefully, we'll stay ahead of it this year.
1: I don't know what to do with my car. Like, I just don't know which, would, which direction I want to go with it because you know. mm. we're gonna race the ProTech race before
0: we go to yeah. The- we're gonna have a busy couple weeks there. Yeah. So Will and I, so we got the ProTech race uh, the weekend before the last weekend of April, and then the following weekend, Tom Smith, Will, me, and Emerson are jumping in a car, and we're going to Virginia to race the uh, Spring INS race at Adrenaline RC in uh, it, it Virginia. I don't. It's near DC. West,
1: Westchester
0: is it Westchester? Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have a busy couple of weeks, and that track uses either green compound ellipses or silvers.
1: Yeah, I don't know what I wanted to do. I thought about just building another car.
0: What about a um uh, instead of a stand up, what about a layback?
1: I don't, I don't know, because I've been able to make this thing just push like a dump truck with, with a laydown in it.
0: Right. I don't know what to think.
1: That's why I was thinking I might just build another car.
0: Yeah. Yeah, could do that.
1: You have to change it a lot.
0: I think I'm gonna take your advice and build a whole separate thing uh thing of shocks too.
1: That's the way to do it. So
0: we, yeah, we've got that shock kit at the Plex in stock right now. I'm gonna get a hold of that and do it. It should be really good.
1: That's just so so nice.
0: I think the Friday nights are good for us though, because it's not necessarily th- there never is a bunch of traction on Friday night. Yeah it's a good it's a good way to get a feel for kind of a mid-level grip track.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, two weeks ago, I thought the track was better than last Friday, or at least I think it was drier, but it was more consistent. Like there was, it was the same like throughout. Yeah. But I thought it had more grip in the main after it dried out some.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, f- last Friday, what I, Emerson and I actually worked on the track, filled in some more holes, and uh, we finally fixed that giant hole in the tabletop that was kicking cars all funny. Um, cause that, that really sucked for the stock guys. And then, um, and then I put a bunch of dry dirt over all the wet spots and went over it with the tamper and kind of called it good. When I went out there after work, you know, cause I got to close on Fridays when I went out there, I was expecting it to be the same kind of look that it was last week. And it wasn't, you could definitely tell that we had watered Mm -hmm. that day. So yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was interesting. My car was really good. I mean, I hot lapped you guys in the mm-hmm. main, and I never do that anymore. Yeah. So I, f- I felt pretty comfortable with my car. I was pretty happy. Other than the fact that I was getting weird crashes.
1: Yeah, I was too. But I think that was just the track. The winner is...
0: All right. Let's get into, uh, let's get into our racing. So we had, a, we had a huge weekend, dude. Like, we had not only, we had a good tiny Tuesday with a whole bunch of rock crawlers, which was amazing. And then we had um, a, actually a pretty decent Wednesday. And then Friday, we had, we had 77 entries on Friday. And 45 Plex speckers. So I had to buy cupcakes for everybody. And uh, Walmart was out of cupcake, cupcakes. Mm. So what the heck. So we got muffins instead, which were actually pretty good. So but, eh, whatever. but uh, I don't know. I told everybody if we got 40 or more Plex, Plex entries the week before that I'd buy cupcakes, and they'd ended up with 45. That's good. That's a lot.
1: It's a lot of cupcakes.
0: Yeah. And then I had somebody ask me if, if we could start Fridays earlier. And, you know, we could. But I, th- I think the whole thing will work itself out. Because what happens is when we start racing on Saturdays, many of the guys that would come that are coming on Fridays just to, just to race on dirt won't come on Fridays. They'll come on Saturdays. Yeah. That's, that's me. Yeah. So I think it's going to, I think it'll eventually just kind of work itself out. I'm not really that worried about it. So yeah, that uh, was a lot. And Ashley says the, the crappy thing is, is, uh, um, family Friday Offroad says that we had 60 entries, but that's cause we pulled all the ones that, um,
1: left early. Left
0: early, so it it's, it's kind of not accurate, I guess. Um, I just want to go over the results real fast uh, for Friday night. So uh Plex Becky had Connor Hausch taking the win. Uh Diego Quintana was second, Dalton Conrad was third, Ariana was fourth, Carson Floor was fifth, Mike Floor was sixth and Doug Blaney was seventh. And uh, I think we need to have a talk with Connor, Diego, and Dalton about running Plexpec. <laughs> yeah, you know I I let Emerson run Plexpec with our crappy slash because it's like having a having a hand tied behind your back, basically. Right. You know he's running a twelve a, a turn motor with with really bad tires, and he's chopped that thing up so it 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 handles like a like a I don't know. It's so cliche, no but he's just, it's just bad. So he just kind of, sometimes he doesn't even make the A, so I'm not really worried about it. But these three, I don't know. We got to have a talk about that. We, we might have to boot them from Plex on Fridays. Yeah. But like I said, it might work out where they they end up racing on Saturdays anyways. Right. Um. We had a four-wheel drive class. We had a whole bunch of four-wheel drives again. Um. Tom Smith was there running mod, and uh, I think he was the only one. So, congratulations, Tommy. You got a TQ and a win. Uh, John Haas looks like he got uh, the win in 13-5 with Dylan Hartshorn behind him. Oh, Dylan was also running mod, too. I forgot about that. So, second for him in mod. And then Connor Hausch looks like he got a second in 13-5. And I think Jake Conrad ended up third in 13-5 because I think Chad was also running mod. So, and then you had, uh, Diego, Dylan, Mike Bannister and Dalton Conrad. Yeah. All right, here we go. Mod buggy. So, uh, I wasn't even going to race, but I got the track done. And so then I'm like, Hey, I can race now. And so we, uh, put my car down there for the second qualifier and my car felt pretty good. I just, I just had a few crashes. So I still ended like qualified fourth. But uh, I kind of was like, you know, if I, if I run a clean race here, I, I can have a chance at you guys. And at, for a minute, that's the way it was going to be. And uh, I got around you on like this. Was it the second lap or third lap? No,
1: I, don't, I don't know. I'd have to look.
0: Well, so I got around you. And then the next corner is that, that uphill step up thing. And I got into a wet spot and my car went to the right. And I, I didn't crash, but I was on the wrong side of the pipe and there was no marshals. So I drove back around to the whoops and I waited and I let I let Jackson and Tommy both go back in front of me and then I got my lap and then I got around Tommy I was making up a little bit of time on you and Jackson and then I would crashed again and then I was like well that's it because there was like a minute and a half left in the race and I was like well that's that's that so I'm just gonna try to see how fast I can go you know fast lap wise and uh and the next thing I know I'm in the lead. On the second to last lap,
1: <laughs> I crashed on the triple, and then the marshal that was standing there was like, was it wasn't his fault, you know, but uh, we couldn't see our cars. And yeah. So we're both like there, like waiting, like we can't see. And I made like two loops around, and then like you went by, but like then you got past us, and you and I both made the lap, mm-hmm. uh, the line. And so, like, I ran into you like twice yeah. Like trying to move you out of the way. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. What would you get me by? Like two tenths or mm-hmm. something? Okay. I got you by like 13. The last, I made
0: sure. Last week. <laughs> I made sure that, that I didn't mess up in the same spot where I gave it back to you earlier in the race. Yeah. And so I made sure my car was squared up and I jumped that a little long. I had to check up for a second. And I saw you gunning it. And I'm like, all right, I got to gun it. And so then I gunned it to the line. And I just crossed right there, but dude, I had, I had one crash where I got stuck on the pipe behind, behind a marshal, and the marshal didn't see me, but luckily it was on an angle. So my car eventually sort of wandered back on its own. And then, uh, and then the other crash was just bad. It was just, just a straight, almost like a, I just caught a weird rut in, uh, one of those really soft sections and it kind of threw my car over, but whatever. It's Friday night. Who cares? I will say though, Uh, I did get hot lap, which like I said earlier, that never happens. So I, I, but what
1: lap did you get it on?
0: Uh, let me see.
1: Cause I was like playing blocker like the whole time with Jackson.
0: So I got it. (laughs) I I got it on lap number six. Okay. So the second lap and the third lap, I had 28 second laps. So that was when I crashed. That was when I had to wait and I gave all that time back to you guys. Mm -hmm. And then the next lap was that weird crash in that same spot. Uh, not the same spot, the weird rut crash. And then I was really charging hard. So I had a 24 six and then the, the lap immediately after that, I do remember that I had that 29 six and that was, that was the crash that uh, the rise coming up before the drop off. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I was just like, Oh, well that's, that's it. That's that. And then I just ran the rest of the race. Yeah. So
1: i trying to think I traction rolled at the end of the straightaway twice. And then that one,
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just felt really good. I, I f- actually felt pretty good about Friday. Yeah. Just got to stop those crashes again. Got to get it more consistent again.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at in my car.
0: Um, Two wheel drive buggy aiming. You had Connor Hausch taking the win. Jake Conrad was second. Dylan Haas was third. Kevin Blowers was fourth. Diego Quintana was fifth. And Alex Eichler looks like he didn't start. I think he broke his car. Hmm. And then mini truggy had the Hasses Dylan and versus John, and uh, they ended up two tenths of a second apart at the end. And uh, looking at the looking at the the graph, mm-hmm. oh yeah, very back it's and all forth, over the place. yeah, it's, that's crazy. And then e buggy, I didn't race my e buggy. Um, Emerson forgot his controller, and so I let him race my e buggy. And uh, he said my car pushed really bad, and he didn't like it. So uh it was Dustin Jose got a TQ and win. John Haas was second, Emerson was third, and uh Michael Cisneros was fourth. Nice. And Michael was there from out of town, I believe. I um
1: Yeah. Uh I can't remember he, where he came from. Uh I want to say it was Texas.
0: Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Did you uh did you check in on any of the Motorama stuff? No. So neither did I, but but I, I sort of did again. Um, I was more interested in the rock crawling stuff. Honestly, couldn't I, it's not that I don't care, but I wasn't really that concerned with the racing part of it.
1: I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, honestly.
0: Scotty Ernst went out there, and after I think it's been a two-year break. I don't think they've had Motorama in two years. Huh. And so they were able to uh, to do it again this year. They made this really cool big off-road track. But Horizon Hobby was there also doing a lot of demonstrations. So, I know that they had the, uh, the big 5T trucks out on the, uh, on the uh, uh, arena cross track, mm-hmm. which is good for the hobby. And then, the crawling stuff is crazy. Like, I would go there just to do the crawling stuff. I wouldn't even want to race. Because they build this massive, massive crawling layout with, like, all sorts of obstacles, but, like, mud and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I would want to go there just for that. Yeah, it'd be cool. There was actually two crawling events. The there was something new in Florida, I think. The U.S. It, Jay Concepts was there. Yeah, I saw that one. U.S. Truck something something, mm-hmm. Expo, some truck Expo. Yeah, it was cool, but it was the same weekend. But anyways, so yeah, the Motorama thing. I'm gonna. I I actually intended on uh, working on my car tonight, and I was going to get on YouTube and see if I could find some videos of the Motorama um, crawling stuff. Because that was cool. That was super cool. That's one thing about this, uh, this track in Winchester that we're going to. They have an outdoor crawling course. Oh, really? I'm bringing both my crawlers. Nice. In fact, I might have like three or four crawlers by then. Plus my mini crawlers. Yeah. Like the, I, might have, I might have like 10 RC cars with me when we go. Right. I don't know how I'm going to keep track of them all. So then we had our last triple scoop race. This was a lot of fun. Um, and I think it was the best turnout of the three weeks that we've been doing it. So we had 63 entries, and uh, let's see. I know we ran stadium truck first. We had a C main and expert stock.
1: That's pretty was, cool.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Uh, TJ Williams, TQ and win and truck. Andrew Thomas second. Easton Moser third. Easton's truck was weird all day, so he didn't run the main. Plexpec um, beginner had uh, Mitch Savine taking the win. Uh, Ryan Emick second. Isabella McMullen got third, and Camden Moser was fourth, although Camden Moser probably would have won that if his car wouldn't have busted because he was going really, really fast. Expert stock had David Peevler uh, putting the smack down. Uh, he, he lapped the field almost to the, uh, to the time. And then you had uh, Jacob uh, Schweisberger coming down um, from up north, uh, finishing second. Daniel Bender was third. Matt Mosher was fourth. John Bairdian was fifth. Jake Poteet was sixth. Trevor Moss was sixth. Seventh, I'm sorry. And TJ Williams was eighth. Here's the deal. The start of this, if you watch it on the video, was really crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, Daniel kind of ended up on the other side of the pipe. Because I put, I put doubles on the straightaway and back. Yeah. And I know the
1: layout looked cool.
0: It was kind of.
1: It looked tough. It
0: wasn't my favorite, but it was it was hard for some reason. Like I made it. I'm like I put the layout in because they were running on-road the following day. I was like, all right, we're just gonna do something really simple this week. And I wanna I wanna have a double double section. We haven't had it in a while, so I'm gonna I put it on the back straight away. Then I remembered why I don't like doing that is because everybody jumps into people's laps and my TV. So that won't be there on uh the crash in. But uh Anyways, Bender ended up kind of hopping, he didn't do it on purpose, but he ended up after this big crash on the lane next to the double-doubles, and then he just sort of got back in line in second, where he qualified at. And to be honest with you, there was so much going on at the start, with cars going every which way, that I didn't even notice. So it was brought to my attention afterwards. Now let me tell you, this is the right way to do this. Bring it to my attention immediately afterwards so I can do something about it. Okay, so I looked at the video, and I went, I went, oh, crap! And so then I went over and I talked to Bender, and I said, Hey, buddy, I said, uh, dude, I can't let you have second that way. I'm like, you drove a great race, but I, I gotta, I gotta give you, a, you gotta take a penalty if you give you. And I've explained this at the drivers' meeting and on the carpet days that if you cut the track, obviously nobody's doing it on purpose, but if you end up getting marshaled or something like that on the wrong side, of pe- you gotta give me some sort of penalty. You gotta give me a spot at least, yeah, you know. And, uh, and so that's what I did. I just dropped him to third. I put Jacob ahead of him and that was that Bender Bender knew he was like, okay. Yeah. He was super cool about it. He's like, he's like, okay, I understand.
1: Yeah. So it's almost like, like, what was it? Did you say it was like the last lap, or when did that happen? First lap. First lap. You know, at that point, like, I don't know, not to be that guy, but it's almost like you'd have to give him his Like, the number of seconds penalty or something.
0: Well, that's what I did. I I did a 10-second penalty. 10?
1: Yeah. What was his advantage? His advantage? Yeah, like, what kind of advantage did he gain from that? Half the track? Oh, half the track? Yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) There's your answer. Yeah. We're not talking a second. No. Two seconds.
0: Like, half the track. Yeah. You know? Okay. So... Yeah, well, so that makes sense. Fine. I mean, he drove awesome. He was super fast. He probably should have gotten second, but, but, uh, you know, you got to give me a penalty. You can't just drop back in line where you started. If you're going to, if that's going to happen, you got to at least give a spot up, you know?
1: Yeah. Did he wait? Or he no. Just
0: went? Well, I mean, he, he waited. Went. He basically waited to get back in line in second. He qualified second. He actually initiated the whole thing by crashing. Mm-hmm. ended up on, on the other side of the pipe after he got his lap and then took off again in a second. So it's not really, I told him, I said, dude, you can't really do that. You got to give me a spot. So, so that's what we did. Didn't even affect the points at all, to be honest with you. So, um, but anyways, so there, it wasn't controversial or anything. I just, I just wanted to bring it up that, you know, I fixed it and Daniel and Daniel knew. Right. So, you know, whatever. Um, that's
1: how it's done right after it happens say something
0: right Uh, mini T mod this sucked so I TQ'd mini T mod because my mini B is (laughs) my mini Mini B is super fast and I really enjoy driving it it's actually really fun so I can't wait I actually can't wait for tomorrow night yeah (sighs) I have terrible starts in mini terrible inevitably somehow I crash like on the first lap, somehow in mini. Trevor Moss is really fast in mini. So basically, when Emerson's not there, I think Trevor's probably the greatest competitor in mini, right? Emerson couldn't qualify because he was working all day. He's off at four, so he finally got to come down and run the main. He started last. My goal in life right now is to always finish ahead of Emerson in mini because if I don't, Emerson will talk major shit the rest of the week. And it's super annoying. So, <laughs> so I made the inevitable early lap crash. Trevor and I were going back and forth. It was actually really fun. And then I just missed this turn and I went headlong into this barrier and my motor moved. And my race, uh. came, my race came to a stop on lap number four. Uh. That's the worst. So it's such a helpless feeling. It is such a helpless feeling. And then guess who went on to win the race? By is it a somebody lab? that
1: not Emerson?
0: No, it's Emerson. Emerson ended up winning the race. So all I had to do was listen to him just me 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 I'm the best blah, 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 I'm the best blah 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 the whole weekend. So anyways, so Trevor Moss got second. Wyatt Leonard's got third. And Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas is fast with. Yeah, <laughs> The first Tuesday that he raced with Mini, he just straight up passed me on the track. I was like, I wasn't even expecting it. A um, little more. A few more cars in this one, though. And then Connor Hausch, uh was fifth. Uh, I got sixth. What? what? Uh, Mod 2 will drive a main. Uh, Ethan Dallaire just smashed everybody as usual. Uh, his car looks so good on carpet. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how fast he is. Um, Caden Bairdian with a strong second, David Peeler finished third. Um, Mitchell Pavel. Mitchell Pavel had some speed. He just he just crashes a lot. Like he was there. He like half the half the race. He was right behind Caden for second. Yeah. You know? Um, but it still uh ended up on the same lap as those guys. And then Cody Lenners was fifth. And Jacob, he broke his car kind of early. He broke a shock tower. That's like the fourth shock tower I've seen broken in the last week. Front shock tower. Yeah. Um independent buggy had uh, bender just smashing everybody. Um he's driving like a super stud now. Um his cars work really good. And so uh we'll see what happens when we go back on dirt. I think these three kids, especially, and you could even now start to you can kind of start to see Dalton Conrad getting in the mix there, you know. He's getting motivated. Yeah. Um so uh Daniel Bender, um, Took the win. Andrew Thomas, uh, qualified third, finished second. Uh, Jake Poteet was third. TJ Williams was fourth. Now, these three drivers, Andrew, Jake, and TJ, were going at it pretty much the whole time. And it wasn't until the very, very end of the race where they kind of got separated a little bit. But it was only by, let's see, one second between Andrew and Jake and then two seconds between Jake and TJ. So that was really close. Uh, Rod Case had to bump in and ended up finishing fifth. So, I, I mean, I think that's a really good recovery. I think he did awesome. Um, Phil Palmer was sixth. Josh McMullen was seventh. Connor House broke out. Connor's Connor was also pretty fast today, or Saturday.
1: He doesn't race uh, Plexbeck on carpet.
0: No, he can't anymore. I don't allow. Him.
1: There's your answer for dirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, he won the uh, Syndicate, so I'm like, no more. Sorry. Yep. And Dalton won the won Plexbeck at the Summer Series, so technically he's not. He shouldn't be allowed to race Plexbeck either. That's been our rule forever. I gotta talk to Logan about that. Like, dude, you can't run Plexpec. Yeah. I, let me if they I they could probably run Plexpec if they again, if they had if we made sure that the car they were driving was complete nonsense.
1: Dude, if you're uh, if you're asking about setups and stuff like that for your car to run Plexpec, yeah, I shouldn't be in Plexpec. Right. <laughs> it should be like <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. Like Yeah. Like not not basic, make it circulate the track type stuff, but like you're looking at trying to go a little faster. Yeah,
0: probably should be around Plex. Yeah, no, I know, no doubt. Um, okay, thirteen five four wheel drive was the last one. Then I want to talk about on road too, and then we'll uh we'll get to the chat. We had a good day on road. Might as well give him some props. So thirteen five four wheel drive had uh, Jacob Schweisberger uh, taking the win. You could kind of see Jacob sort of get into it. Like he hasn't been down to the Plex very often. If I, he was in the computer, but I don't think he's come down very often. And you could kind of see him get better and better and better throughout the day. And it really showed here in 13.5. I mean, he was clearly the fastest car. Um, John Bairdine was second. Uh, David Peeler was third. Wyatt Lenners was fourth. Matt Moser was fifth. Uh, Ronnie went was sixth. Andrew Thomas was seventh. And Jana Peeler bumped in there and finished eighth. Um, I want to talk about the syndicate really quick here. Well, I got my phone. It's at six percent, so we're gonna see if we can get this in. Ooh. So I just want to talk about the points real fast. It's kind of kind of fun. Points are fun. All right, thirteen five buggy had uh, David Peavler uh, taking the win in points. Uh, Dayton Moser uh, wasn't there Saturday, but his first two got him a second, and then John Berdine got third. So David got ten bucks in Zestos gift card. Uh, Dayton Moser got seven, and John Berdine got five bucks. In truck, it was TJ Williams getting the $10 gift card. Andrew got second. And Tyler Fleming, who, uh, who wasn't there, um, we're going to give him the $5 one, even though he didn't make all but one of the races. But since truck was so unpopular, not unpopular, unpopulated, uh, we're just going to do that. Uh, then in, uh, in expert stock, uh, it was flipped. So you had Dayton Mosier. Uh, his first two rounds, give him the 10 bucks. And then David Peeler got second, so he got seven. And then Daniel Bender uh, had the better throwout over Matt Mosier to get third. Hmm. So Dayton Mosier finished third in each race. That's pretty cool. Yep. All three weeks he finished third and, you know, hmm. whatever. But uh, so there you go. And uh, in independent buggy, Daniel Bender uh, got the win. Um, he finished first all three weeks, Andrew Thomas and TJ actually tied. Um, but, uh, TJ had the lower throwout score and that's how we do it. So, um, uh, so Andrew got second, TJ got third, Rod case finished a strong fourth. He was only one point back from those, from those two. I know Rod was like bumming out. He was like bummed out that he didn't do good on Saturday. I'm like, dude, you, you bumped, you had a bad qualifying day and you bumped up to get fifth. And or fourth or whatever in the A main behind these, these three fast kids that are all of a sudden gotten pretty fast. Yeah, that's the way it happens. Mm-hmm. In 2016, halfway through the season, I had the points lead, and it's like all of a sudden the light switch turned on, and Alex and Tom and Mason were winning every single weekend. Yeah, and I barely won the championship that that year, and then the following year, not a chance. <laughs> it wasn't even close. You know. Yeah, it's just weird how that happens. Mod two wheel, uh, Dayton Moser uh, again. He wasn't there Saturday, but uh, his first two rounds got him a first. David Peeler second. Caden Berding uh, got five dollars in third. Uh, Plexbeck he had Mitch uh, with the win. Camden Moser with second, and Ryan Nemec got some ice cream. And I think that was it. So just six classes, really easy. Just a fun little point series to do, you know. Yeah. And uh, you weren't there for any of it. No, I didn't make
1: any of them. <laughs> Maybe next year I'll race some carpet.
0: Yeah, that's it. next year. I'm just going to get an Associated car calling Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enough screwing around. I'll just get a carpet car and from Associated and <laughs> be like, all right, I'm, that's it. No more. Yep. No more. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do the X-ray thing or. What other cars are out there? I had a Yokomo, but. Same thing. Yeah. I'm just going to get the carpet car and call it good. mm mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, Okay, Onward Series. Onward Series had uh, 56 entries, and, um, which is a pretty good turnout for that. Um, it's a little down from last year, but, uh, but still, um, not too bad. TCS Spec, that's our uh, uh, TTO2 class. Mark Borgatti, with the TQ in the win. Bob Foster got second. Shane Menenti got third. Uh, Barry Evland was fourth. Uh, Tom Quinnensley was fifth. Mark Ebner uh, was sixth. USGT. Let's see if Mike Clement. Oh, yep. There it is. So Mike Clement taking the win. Vishal Singh up to Ooh. second. Yeah. Qualified third, finished second. Uh, they were a lap behind Mike. And wow. Ken McKinney finished third. Mm-hmm. Kenny actually hot lapped him by a tenth. Nice. Yeah. Dennis Reardon was fourth. Eddie Vasquez was fifth. Jeff Brock was sixth. Mike Soltow and Shane Manenti. And then in Trans Am, see if Tony... Uh, maybe Dennis Reardon with the win. Oh, wow. Tony Cook was second by tenth of a second. So 0. .152. Uh, so that was super close at the end. Uh, Nate Anderson was third. Jay Hines was fourth. Olin Hines was fifth. Mark Ebner, Tom Quinnsley, Eddie Vasquez rounds out the rest of it. Um, GT1, so it looks like they're running... Or no, this is that GT12. Do you know what this is?
1: No. Wait. No.
0: 12 scale with rubber tires and sedan bodies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Krell with the win. Mike Clement was second. Jason Schald, third. Ken McKinney, fourth. Chris Tyler, fifth. Tony Cook was sixth. Nate Anderson was seventh. And Andy Vasquez was eighth. In uh, GTE... You know what this one is? Those cool, uh, those cool four-wheel drive inboard suspension Formula E looking cars from uh, Tamiya.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. I can't remember the exact chassis name now, but uh, Tim Ski lapped everybody and hot lapped everybody. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. No, Dennis Rider and hot lapped him, but he must have broke. Uh, Bob Foster was second, Nate Anderson third, Mark Ebner fourth, Larry, Barry Evelyn was uh, fifth, Tom Quiddensley was sixth, Dennis Rader was seventh. In uh, Formula One. How about Olin Hines? From fourth to first. Vishal Singh from third to second. Ben Seedlick from fifth to third. Uh, Looks like both Kenny and Tony broke out. Wow. Hmm. Huh. So good job, Olin. He's been running that for a while. That's awesome. And then 12th scale, seventeen five. you had Mike Clement uh, lap in the field. Chris Tyler was second. Kobe Krell was third. Ryan Wheeler was fourth. And Jason Schaald was fifth. So, that is on-road. And that is a weekend. All in all, we had, let's add it up, 77 and 63 is 140. 196 entries for the weekend between the three days. That's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty sweet, though. Yeah. And then this weekend, we have the, uh, the carpet crash-in. Starts Friday at 10 a.m., which means i got to get the track done by, f- by Thursday. And then uh, racing Friday. And then dirt oval on Sunday. So tomorrow, i got to work on the oval track a little bit. Okay. Uh, you want to take a pivot break, and then we'll get to the comments. So basically, uh, in the comments section, how we do it here is if, uh, if you want an instant answer, you give us a super chat. Otherwise, you got to wait till the end. That's what we're going to do now.
2: And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah!
0: This is a Pivot Lending Update with
2: David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group, and today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed is determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have some quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently the treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae and they are purchasing in, in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector. And- Inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation, comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the uh, inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023, you're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days if you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters, or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so, you know, there are going to be fewer buyers, and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So, the positive of a higher rate environment, and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program, does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down, beat that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, Shop and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there. And the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email, and we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS
0: 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you
1: now to your regularly
2: scheduled
0: program. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do
2: you have one? All
0: right. Let's get through the comments. Okay.
1: I think I know what I'm going to do with my car.
0: Okay. Hit me. I'm not telling you. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. I I'm in a I don't know. Like I I'm gonna try seventy-five millimeter arms on the back
0: of it. Oh. What are we normally running? 73? Uh-huh. Okay. Then you gotta change the drive shaft length, right too.
2: Nope.
1: Not the way I'm doing it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I just wanna like my car's kinda like too comfortable. And I just want to like loosen it up. Okay. And give it more forward drive. So it pivots more and goes straighter, harder. Mm. Harder. Harder. Harder.
0: Uh, let's see. Let's go through the comments. Uh Sayer says, uh, Will, keep a tally of all the Simpsons references that Alex misses tonight. Okay. Uh, he says that his new uh, Nissan Frontier rules, by the way. It looks big, but it isn't. Ooh, <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> somebody up the street's got a new nissan frontier and it does look a little bit bigger it it it's shaped more like a toyota tacoma but it's smaller than i thought it was going to be when i first saw it
1: <laughs>
0: yeah uh peter Renault says is tonight a drinking show we
1: Every should show is a
0: drinking yeah show we should want it a to be drinking show exactly
1: <laughs> no we should not <laughs> Drunk, drunk will is uh, get us kicked <laughs> off YouTube will because <laughs> I don't I don't know when to stop that's my problem
0: right there's no filter with drunk will well there's, there's no, really there's no filter. A filter yeah I was gonna say there's no filter the, either way but
1: unless we're on this show that's yeah that's about the only time I have a filter
0: uh, Nick Nutthouse says my uh, high school car 1989 Chevy Cavalier with four, oh 145,000 miles on it Peter Peter says he drove his mom's Cutlass. Michael Root says he drove a 1986 Cutlass Supreme. My first car was a 1988 Chevy S10 pickup, five-speed. No heat, no radio, just bare bones.
1: Yeah. My first car was a 1980 Oldsmobile station wagon Mm. that uh, my dad, I was like forced into putting a transmission in it. Yeah. He was like, we know what we got with this. Yeah. Like, all right. So we got we put a transmission in it. Then the thing smoked like Uncle Buck's car. Yeah. Like it used it. It was like right when in two thousand eight or two thousand seven when gas is like a four and a quarter a gallon.
0: Mm.
1: I was driving that thing and it got like seven miles to the gallon, maybe Ugh. eight on a good day. And then like you'd you'd uh, check the gas and fill the oil. Like I was putting used oil out of like anything in it just because it would just burn it. I actually got a letter from the city. Oh really? That my my car was like, uh, in violation of the city's Clean Air Act. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody turned me in. <laughs> God, it's like I that can't sounds, afford. That sounds and like, then, that... and then and then my car didn't qualify for cash for clunkers or whatever. Oh, like like I could. It was too old. They wouldn't take it. That's lame. It's so like yeah, it was like that the guy does, that actually needs a deal that, on a car. That
0: does sound like the city of Lincoln though. There yeah. are some major fart sniffers in the city of Lincoln.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: There they go. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, anyways, um, no, I bought my truck for a thousand bucks and then I had to put a transmission into it, uh, a transmission and a clutch into it. And my buddy Chris uh, Catlett, his dad at the time owned uh, Auto Services of Omaha. And, uh, we got the transmission cheap and, uh, he forced me to put it in myself and I didn't know anything about cars. I still don't. Basically, Chris just pointed at the screws and the bolts I needed to take out. And then I did all the work and then he just pointed and when we put it back in and told me to tighten them and that was that.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Ran for three years before the clutch went out again on the interstate while going to Lincoln on a Tuesday, yeah. na- on a Tuesday night race.
1: How did a clutch only last three years?
0: The way I drive? Probably. <laughs>
1: You're probably like, like every time you let the clutch out. Well,
0: And what sucked was uh, I had to build up momentum, right? So, so I, I would, uh, I'd be on the gas, just hammering it full, 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 full to the floor in, full noodle. in fifth gear, going down a hill, you know, the drive to Lincoln on the interstate, trying to make sure I don't get run over by anybody. This was back when it was two lane, by the way. And then I had to basically like hope that I made it to the top of the next hill. And then I went down the next one. And I did that all the way to Lincoln on a Tuesday night. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, Nick house agrees. Peter, every night can be a drinking night, of course. Uh, Lance Murray asked if any mod motors were on sale. I think we already answered it. No. Uh, there, nah, there no, motors. Uh, Omaha Air Drone Service says, snitch for, uh, for turning in the map violators. It's fun to do that every once in a while, though depends on who it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know where I'm going on
0: this. So, Woo, man. We're cranking it up tonight in the uh, settle, subtlety. Uh, any early access to the sale for Patre- Patreon folks? Ooh. You know, that's a good idea. If you're a Patreon member and you're interested in, in our big sale and what's, what's going on, hit me with a text. And we'll yeah. we'll talk about it. So maybe that's a perk. That needs to be a perk. It could be. It'd yeah. be cool. I'll let you know what's going on. Um, how much difference do different wing styles matter? That's a good question.
1: Um, I think they do. I think like, like they I, matter I, a lot. Yeah. I, I run the J Concept seven inch uh arrow carpet wing pretty much on everything.
0: I think I think the arrow carpet wings definitely become kind of a standard.
1: Yeah. That's my favorite favorite wing. I've tried them all, and the other ones seem to push too much, and some of the other ones don't seem to do enough, and that one just seems to be just right.
0: I think eight scale wings matter too, though. Like, oh yeah, if you look on oh, the eight one. scale side, take a take a look at a Kyosha wing versus um, like a TLR wing, for instance. Yeah, there's a, there's a pretty big surface area difference.
1: That and uh, wing height makes right. a huge
0: difference. Yeah, those those techno guys really like that high wing mount.
1: I like it too. I run it on my e-buggy.
0: Steve says, is there something like a screw kit for the B6D that includes all the replacement screws you would need? I see there's one called a tie look screw kit. Is that reliable quality?
1: Um, That's probably a a stainless steel one again. Yeah, it's
0: 175RC's tie look stuff. Oh, I think that stuff's pretty good. It's okay. It's just stainless. I think it's just stainless stuff.
1: It's good. The stainless screws, like, I don't know a ton about them, but um, they're prone to, like, gulling and, like, aluminum or, like, if you screw them into aluminum or something, like, stainless is a really, like, soft, but tough material. Mm. So, like, when you tighten something down with it into aluminum, it'll probably disform some, and that'll cause it to, like, kind of gouge the threads when you go to back it out. And, um, like, you you would want to put like uh seize or some lubricate it somehow uh to keep it from like galling up in aluminum parts and really you'd probably like if you, if you lubricate the threads it'd probably hold it tighter or just as tight as thread lock because it's lubricated so it'll tighten a little more yeah but um i don't know i i don't i kind of stay away from the stainless steel
0: screws we have we have the we have the r c4 not r c four wheel drive gosh darn it. We have a B sixty screw kit at the store that is stainless, and then we've got the Tony's screws that isn't.
1: Yeah, I was trying to find a, a titanium screw kit for my uh, stadium truck today, and uh, I couldn't find one on a main. Yeah, I like I like stainless or uh, titanium screws. Yeah, like if you get a good one, they're good, and if you have good wrenches, they're even better. But if you uh, get like a like the titanium enriched aluminum ones that are lighter, they're just not as durable mm-hmm. as like the um, other companies that make them. Um and they're they're kind of like I don't know, hard to work with. I say that, but I have a titanium uh enriched aluminum kit on am B6 right now, I've had it on this car for like two years. Yeah. So I've, I've never had, had I've had bad luck with titanium screws. Yeah, but you don't have any finesse. <laughs> I'm kid- I'm kidding, kinda,
0: kinda. Hmm. Uh, okay, we're just gonna move on. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Blake Haas I, I, has I use good,
1: titanium ball studs too.
0: Yeah, I don't see ball st- the ball titanium ball studs break off for me. They do. Yeah, right at the head. That's why I never use them.
1: I've I've yet to break one. They fit oh, the ball caps a little tighter. Yeah,
0: I I I had them for a little while in my old Lozy stuff, and no, nah, not for me. What what brand were they? They were I had some Lunsford ones and then I had some some TLR ones. Huh. i have never had good luck with titanium just about anything. Huh. So except for turnbuckles, I guess.
1: Yeah, I have titanium turnbuckles on this one.
0: Yeah. Um Blake Haas wants to know okay, so bought a big rock in December and the power button on the controller fell in. How do you fix or do you have to get a new SLT three? Yeah, so that one I would say would be a have us call Horizon hobby and see if they'll replace it. Mm. So that's that's not really that hard to do. So most likely we could probably replace it if it was in December. It's February. So it should still be within that window. So I'd say just have us just have us call Horizon for you. And if they say no, then they say no. And then yeah, you gotta buy an SLT3 but they probably won't say no. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't speak for them. But. Uh, Cody Moser chimes in on the uh, screw thing. He says the Trinity screw kits are pretty reliable. Hmm. Remember when Trinity used to make a screw kit and then you got these stickers that said, I was screwed by Trinity? No. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Trinity used to have these blue aluminum screws. They, oh yeah, they I They used to go those. in the old, uh, the old uh, B threes and twenty and twenty, uh, not 22s, double X's.
1: Oh, I remember those stickers. Mm-hmm. I
0: think I have some. Do you? Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Um, Steve says uh, we were talking about Plex spec, and he's like, some of them probably shouldn't run Plex. <laughs> like we were, <laughs> yeah, I know. We were talking about it. We were bringing it up. Kenneth Freeman says he really wishes that he had something more like y'all down here in Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fast lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Vaseline's a good track.
0: Jackson says Michael was from New Mexico. New Mexico? Okay. Yeah. I was close. Steve RC says 17.5 uh, main. Alexander's mom said he couldn't stay to race it. And uh, said his car was put back together with the help from Will and a few others, but uh, but he had to go. No. It was, it was getting late. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We're going to skip all that. Jackson says Emerson is the best, though. Yeah, we just can't let it get to his head, though. He says Lance got kicked out of Plex Beck and he never even won anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Jackson. That's funny. Uh, all right. Uh, maybe the new owner will let you have a Tamaya off-road night live. I mean, it's not about letting. Uh, basically, I can pretty much do anything I want within reason. So it, I don't know if it's about letting, I think it's just about having a market for it and having the time to do anything extra than what we do right now.
1: Yeah. to my off-road night. It would be tough because like, uh, okay, so on-road cars, our tracks,
0: like, not made for it.
1: No, like that. And the other part is like the on-road guys. They're running all to my stuff is they. Get, to get ready for the tonight champion yeah, series, right? That's true. And so that's kind of a dominant brand at the plex for uh on road because it's kind of just what everybody runs, and it's like kind of easy, ready to run. You know, build a kit, kind of, do the spec yeah. and r- run it type stuff. So like if we did that, you'd have to commit like fifteen to thirty guys to buying all new stuff just so they could run one night a week with the special car.
0: Yeah. They tried to do a Tamiya off-road heat or something like that at a Tamiya race a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it, it nobody brought anything. No, oh, really? Yeah, like on carpet. No, they wanted to do it on the dirt.
1: At our track.
0: Uh huh. Oh. And oh. no, nobody brought anything, so it didn't happen.
1: What is there even anymore?
0: Well, I mean, like,
1: you got... like, like, be like, like uh, what is it like the sand scorcher and stuff like that?
0: No, like the uh, Avante egress um hot shot hot shot twos Mm -hmm. um any of those buggies that are the hornet the grasshopper you could do that with that yeah okay well yeah but it takes some people back yeah it just didn't uh, didn't work out um where else can you find this peter renault uh where else can you find more current setup sheets ae and pettit have some but i feel like is there a better place uh, I don't know. I get. I look on I always look on AE. Yeah,
1: that, that, and like, TRC are like the only places to, really get that stuff that yeah. I know about.
0: Yeah, I always go to the. I always go to the Associated site. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll I'll Google it, and they'll usually just send me right to the Associated site. I know Pettit has some, but, mm-hmm. I don't know. I usually look and see what Brent or what uh, Spencer is doing. Yeah, or or Dustin too. Yeah. Uh, John uh, Chappelle, ProTech Duo Charger any good? Yes. I like ProTech Chargers. So, that being said, Emerson somehow broke mine. So, yeah. but It lasted four years. I think I've had that thing sitting there for four years and I've taken it with me, you know, packed it up, all that good stuff. Yeah. Will, <laughs> this is funny, Will looks like he's got a secret or something. He's biting his tongue a lot tonight. Oh. No. No. <laughs> Who said that? Peter.
1: No, Peter. No, I don't have any any secrets, Peter.
0: Um. How is the seventy five arms able to work with the stock drive shafts? Though it doesn't have enough length to reach the out drives. Um,
1: I put it put the pivot all the way in. Oh. So that's actually the the width of the original. Yeah. Point two. We're in. Mm. Hmm. And. You know it's just a tuning option usually guys are doing that on like higher grip stuff I mean i i my car is plenty of grip, so yeah. I'm just kinda looking at a way to try to free it up some make it so I'm not like driving it so hard to get faster laps out of it like I'm just trying to get like some more natural speed so I don't have to work for a a good lap you know and I like like I ran this on something similar to this on the uh B six point two, and that thing was lights out fast all the time.
0: Connor Hausch's car has your B two setup on it, and it's amazing looking. I've yeah. been saying amazing a lot tonight. It's like, why? It looks really good. Connor's car mm-hmm. looks great.
1: Yeah, and it's just something I'm gonna try. I haven't done it on this platform yet, so um, yeah, it's just something I was thinking about, and it's like, yeah, I might, I might try this.
0: Um, I think that's about it. I think that's all the, all the chat stuff. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think we got it to like 35 viewers tonight again. That's really good. Nice. No, yeah. that's pretty good. Um, all right. Well, that's going to be it. I got to go pick Emerson up from the store. He's putting the carpet track up. So, and, uh, nice. whoever's closing is going to get mad if I'm not there soon. So <laughs> Ben shore says amazing. There's a whole, uh, Louis CK bit about the word amazing.
1: Yeah, I knew what you're and, and hysterical. You're going
0: with, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, uh. So yeah. So this show was brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at uh, pivotlending.com. Mention our show to Don Zoller, Aiden Olson's dad. Get five hundred dollar lender credit or .125 off an interest rate if you go through with a home loan or refinance. So better start doing that now because interest rates are going to go up, 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 up this summer. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, think that's about it. Hey, uh, real quick. Um, I think Gretchen and I are going to go see my favorite band, My Morning Jacket, uh, at the end of August at Red Rocks in Colorado. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I just had to throw that in there. I was excited. Anyways. All right. We're going to go. Okay. Get get to working on your car. I'm going to go home and do the same.
1: I might be done for tonight. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to... Oh, it'll be done. I'm going to work on mine.
1: When that truck gets here, I'm going to do that truck. Yeah.
0: Truck series. Yeah.
1: I'm more thinking of INS.
0: That's that too. That as well.
1: If I if I ran three rounds, <laughs> I'd like to qualify for points and top ten points and forty plus track. Yeah.
0: I'm going after that forty plus thing.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a truck. I need a trucker hat.
0: Just gotta find a to way not to it. screw it up.
1: Yeah, I need a need like one of those like what is it the girls on the mud flap girls I need like one of those oh. hats because I'm a trucker I'm a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, if you were a truck driver, you'd be getting trampled by horses right now in Canada. So,
1: is that what happens?
0: Yeah, yeah that's what oh. happens. Anyways, all right, we're gonna go. All right, bye. All right, I'll see you guys.